It seems like the consistent pattern that I keep hearing from people who have started projects and fruitful businesses is that they just see a need, they recognize the opportunity around them, and then they take action. And that's pretty much the story of Ed Cost, who is the creator of Redeemed Podcast, uh, where he produces dramatized stories inspired by biblical events. It's a project that he hopes to grow into an entertainment company eventually, or a larger uh, audio production company. On this ep episode, Ed is sharing his story uh, of thinking through a biblical view of building wealth, and uh, building wealth for his family specifically, as well as the story behind Redeemed Podcast and what his long-term vision is with that project. I'm your host, Landon Buto, and this podcast is provided by Cleveland Street Mortgage in pursuit of our mission of helping people to cultivate wealth and property in submission to the Lord Jesus Christ. Please enjoy this week's conversation, and remember that if you're interested in getting a mortgage with our team at CSM, or if you know someone who will be getting a mortgage soon, connect with us at clevelandstreet.com. All right, Ed, thanks for joining me today. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. Uh, I'm just going to start with just opening the floor to you and let you give kind of a brief introduction to who you are uh, and, and what you're working on right now. Yeah, thanks for having me, Landon. So my name, my name is Ed. I am from Australia, to be specific, South Australia in Adelaide. And I am the creator of Redeemed Podcast, where I produced produce dramatized stories inspired by biblical events and um this this month i'm due to become a dad so that'll be my new title which is very strange um to vocalize but um yeah i'm a soon to be dad and very very excited about that so um yeah. i i um Congrats, awesome. thanks thanks a lot so i i've cultivated my storytelling abilities over the years and i'll hopefully be able to tell my son very captivating stories <laughs> before bed yeah yeah blessed son to have a, a have a dad who specializes in storytelling that's great storytelling, yeah. Um, yeah so ed tell me you know you're, you're talking about the podcast um you and well i think i want to get back to that in a little bit let's start here um you know you reached out initially because of your interest in in our approach on the podcast to talking about wealth from a biblical perspective um mm -hmm. What's been your your journey in thinking through that? You know, I think in my conversations on the podcast, sometimes I kind of assume where people are at, what kind of views people have. Um, and it's mm -hmm. just helpful to hear, um, you know, you've voiced some some frustration for a lack of uh, biblical perspective around the topic. Um, so what's mm -hmm. been your experience with the kind of teaching that's out there? Um, within the Reformed world, within the evangelical world, on wealth, um, and what's been kind of your journey in thinking about wealth biblically? Yeah, so uh, my my exposure to this um, area has been very, I guess, um, limited. Like it's been focused on maybe the extremes. So I'm on um, LinkedIn a lot, and um, LinkedIn is a lot of um, supposed Christian um, financial advisors and they're all um, just really abusing God's word and try to um, make you feel like just because you're in the kingdom, you're a um, you're destined for wealth. And so mm. they kind of they approach God as some sort of genie that um, turns on the tap mm. and makes you wealthy. And they just really abuse the text and just make you yeah. mess. Well, prosperity gospel like, extreme. Yeah, and it's just quite. I just find it quite repulsive. 
And I think mm-hmm. um, as a Christian growing up, uh, I well, I wasn't always a Christian. I became Christian about 10 years ago. But um, my, my exposure to all the topic of wealth has been through that perspective. And um, it's very funny, like the, these um, like prosperity advisors, they've always got the name Kingdom in their business name, say yeah. Kingdom Builders, Kingdom Warriors. Mm-hmm. And um, that has made the topic quite repulsive for me. Mm-hmm. And what further shifted me away from really like exploring this area is the fact that this topic is not very, not shown in a very positive light from the pulpit. So mm. it feels like um, pastors are afraid to encourage young men or, or men in general to pursue wealth because they're afraid that it will like um, like encourage you know greed. And so um, it's kind of a reaction well, to that poverty gospel. That's right. So so wealth when it's whenever whenever it's mentioned from the pulpit, it's it's a uh, um, it's a very it's says in a negative light and you can you can tell that the pastors approach it in a very hesitant way so i've never been right. i've always known that like it is wealth is not a bad thing there are very many there are many bible verses that praise it and see it as it is which is a gift from right. god yeah but um this and i've i've vented to my wife saying that someone needs to rise up and really encourage men from a biblical perspective to pursue wealth in a way that glorifies him and so when i came across one of your posts and then i was like wow like like people like this exist and there's yeah, someone here that's so great. actually um like like doing doing that which is which mm-hmm. is awesome the way i uh, um consolidate or approach it um when i read the scriptures i try to pro- follow a proper hermeneutic which is to let scripture interpret scripture mm-hmm. so um, people that seem to think that, um, and unfortunately John Piper falls into that group, that wealth is a curse, need to um, need to tackle all the the wealth of other verses, pun intended, that um, talk about you know money being a blessing from God. So there are three that I have um, in mind. I, I know one of them is is um, your slogan here, podcast, which is a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. But a sinner's wealth is thought up for righteousness. That's Proverbs 13, mm. 22. You got um Proverbs 13, 11, which says wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Mm. That's Proverbs 13, verse 11. That's a very uh, such a wise um, advice. And yeah. Proverbs 18, 11, the wealth of the rich is their fortified city. They imagine it a wall too high to scale. So it talks about the blessing and security that wealth brings. So you can't just take that one passage about the camel and the needle and um, conclude that wealth is is a is a terrible thing. Something that should be avoided right. because then you'll start right. to contend with these and also the the um, references in Acts of rich people supporting the growth of the church. So the way mm-hmm. the way I approach it in a balanced view is to like take a comprehensive perspective and look at all these verses and let that then interpret my my um my understanding of how what the bible describes wealth hmm. yeah i think that's helpful um and you know it it, it really you just can't overcomplicate it. it's pre- it at the end of the day it it seems pretty simple in scripture hmm. um it's very simple and very clear that it can be dangerous and and 
it's something that you have to be prepared uh, for the temptations that come with it. And they're strong mm-hmm. temptations. That's very simple and very clear. And then on the other hand, it seems very simple and very clear that it can be a wonderful blessing um, yeah. as well. And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know, as long as you don't overcomplicate it and uh, and you take both of those, uh, both of the, the warning and the blessing element of it together, mm-hmm. um, then it, it's, it's fairly straightforward, it seems like. So you mentioned, yeah. um, you know, part of, part of your your journey and 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 before i move on you know again another big piece of wealth that we've talked about on the podcast is is that it it has to be closely connected with work um it's not something Mm -hmm. that is meant to be uh, pursued apart from work you know we have kind of that we do have that message in our culture of uh work less make more kind of thing um Mm. and i saw someone helpfully very simply reframe that in terms of work more, make more. Um, That's how we should think about it. Um, Mm. And so it can't be disconnected from from our work. Um, And so, you know, you you mentioned when you reached out that you're one of your projects that you're working on, um, you know, know, part of what you're building for for your family, for for your children um, is not just the not just trying to build up the financial piece, you're also working on um, a project that's that you think is um, is is needed. Um, mm. And so uh, it's called the redeemed podcast. Um, yeah, so share a little bit more about what you're working on, what what started you uh, down the road of working on this this project? What is it? Um, what do you have going on there? Sure. So redeemed podcast is um, a dramatized podcast where I work with talented voice actors from across the globe. I write a script, I send it to them, and then they record it, send it back to me, and I piece it all together to create um, this show. Mm-hmm. And the show is a, a dramatization of biblical events, so kind of like even a background um, um, of biblical events by using um, like um, um, creative license to do that. And um, so that that's biblical dramatization, and that's just one one component of what I'm building. What I'm ultimately building is an is an audio production company with um, mm. biblical dramatization as one category. I'm eventually going to open up um, um, Christian um, fiction, you know, Christian nonfiction, and documentaries mm. to create this um, this, this cool. body of work, um, which is exciting because. Um, the reason why I've started this is that I can see a convergence of multiple trends. I know a lot of people are uh, switching to podcast entertainment hmm. um, more so now than ever before, which is bizarre when you think about how much technology has is advancing. You know, right. You got um, TikTok, you got video, you got um, um, all these video centric solutions, and they're getting better and better and better. But yet, despite all that, people are gravitating towards podcasts and the reason is because podcasts um they my theory is that podcasts they activate a region of the brain that's very very underserved so your your brain is starved for activity and the the most nourishing activity you can offer your brain is visualization so that's why books you know even though it's been you know, 
so many centuries have passed since like the, the invention of the written word and we have such immersive video entertainment available today books are still mm. growing in popularity and the reason is because you know when you read a book your mind activates all these images and your mind is at work rather than you know watching a video and telling your mind what to see mm. it's a big difference and when when the mind is activated in that way it's very very nourishing and you get a burst of endorphins that happen so mm. That's why that's my theory as to why um, podcasting is, yeah. is growing in popularity because the brain has finally been exercised in a way it's been denied um, yeah. for a very long time and mm. especially audio production that's when you get um, the most vivid visual, visual, visualizations in your mind mm. so um, you got you got multiple trends of so people flocking to podcasts people flocking to <clears throat> um, dramatized dramatized podcasts. And they're all converging, and I and I feel like there's going to be a an explosion in this field in the near future. And you see that already now with all this audio drama that was never there before, and by the BBC and other co- yeah. corporations. And so that's why I'm creating okay. this as a as a lasting legacy, so that my grandchildren and great grandchildren great grandchildren can then continue this, you know, um, continue running with the mantle, mm. so that they can. Not only benefit from the from the wealth generation aspects, but also continue growing Christ's kingdom through content that glorifies Christ, um, is a true representation of His beauty, yeah. and spreads the messages of, of Christ. So yeah. um, that's that's my exciting plan for the my my future family. Yeah. What what's the journey looked like so far in the in the startup process? Did you already have? Um, connections in this world and you just kind of started conversations there or you had the vision first and had to find the people what did the the startup process look like when you and when did how long ago did you did you start this project so i started it in uh 2020 it's funny um it was it was a spontaneous i never planned to start this i was yeah i got sick with um what i thought was covid mm-hmm. but it was um just the flu and while being sick i got the idea of the first episode of redeemed and um, mm. I wrote that, the script, and I was like, why don't I just hire some actors and see what it sounds like when I put it together? Mm. And I never had any experience with this type of production. And then when I started it, it just kept, just felt natural. Like the first episode called Ezra the Leper isn't as good as the others. Like um, there, there are some previews we can, um, I can show of um, one of my better episodes, which is called Escape to Egypt. Mm. One of my favorite episodes, which is where um, um, King Herod, sorry, uh, Mary and Joseph are dramatically running mm. away from Herod to yeah. get to Egypt. So um, I can show you a preview. Preview. Yeah, of that. I, I, uh, I listened to your first one, and I didn't really know what to expect when you had kind of, kind of brought it up initially over messaging, and listened to the first one and was really impressed with the quality of it. So yeah, we'll we'll play those kind of right now. I'll stick those in. Uh, so the audience can hear them. Um, but I was really, really impressed with the quality, for sure. If you fail and this child from Bethlehem rises up against me, I will hand you and your wife back to Rome to be crucified. That's how serious this is. The sands of Judea will feast on their blood by nightfall. They will not enter Egypt. Awesome. Thanks. That, that's, that's awesome. Um yeah, and I um so I sort of um made about four episodes so far, but I and they've been um 
bootstrapped primarily, which is um, yeah. not sustainable. So to make it um, more sustainable, I've got a crowdfunding campaign funding the next episode. And mm. so I'm taking that like a, a slow and um, mature approach so that, you know, this is kind of like a proof of concept. So listeners right. listen to the first four, if they like it, they fund in the next episode, and then they, they then join me in my journey and see how everything pans down and grows. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's exciting to involve others and just to see how this um, grows into something that was something I wrote when I was sick yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, a, that's um, neat. to a major production. So long term, how uh, is there a is there a plan for it to be monetized, or will it primarily be kind of crowdfunded and then mm-hmm. uh, and then just provide the stories? What does that look like? So I um I want to crowdfund the the next few, and then generate an an audience that is willing to support it, yeah. and then I want to grow it into a, like a subscription based production so there's a really good podcast that probably i can um attribute to a lot of my inspiration for this it's called the startup mm-hmm. it's it's a dramatized not really dramatized documentary which is i guess dramatized of the launch of the company called um gimlet media so huh. interesting so, have, you heard, have you heard of gimlet media no but i so, i'm just impressed with the the concept of you know when you said the startup i kind of figured just another um how i built this um you know kind of the documentary yeah. form or interviewing the the people that do it but dramatizing it is is an interesting approach so he so this this person i forgot his name the who the founder of it he he recorded his journey from you know the very beginnings of his um plan of from telling his wife what he wants to do mm. to meeting with investors to getting his first injection of, of investment and it records the entire process like as oh. it occurs then he, then he put it together in this podcast mm. and gimlet media is is similar to what i want to create but i want to create a company with christ at the center yeah but with gimlet media they create they create different audio productions um which are primarily um fiction and I think some documentaries, but um, it's it's similar to what I, what I want to create, which is an audio yeah. production company. And I highly recommend listening to that. It's it's very captivating. All right, sorry for the interruption. Just a quick reminder that when your friends mention that they might be thinking about buying a house or refinancing, you can do them and us a huge favor by mentioning that you know a great lender and sending them to clevelandstreet.com. It will be a huge help to us at CSM, and hopefully it will save your friends lots of time and stress looking for a lender they can trust. Why are you passionate about uh, this version of storytelling? What is it about storytelling and and dramatized uh, versions of these biblical passages that, that interests you? Well, I think the primary driver is the unfortunate fact that Christians in general seem to suck at making good entertainment. Mm. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of cringy, cringy um, movies and shows that are, that are geared towards yeah. grandmothers and not the younger generation. So what happens is the younger generation, we, we um, turn to, you know, other sources of entertainment 
And um, just like with the, with the concept of money and wealth and, and being taught mm. how to build that, because there are very few role models, Christian young men like turn to, you know, the world and, and you have um, all these um, influences that they, they, um, they glean um, in- inspiration from like Andrew Tate, because there's no one else, no one, no other options, but same, right. same thing with, in terms of Christian content. Like I want to create mm. really high quality Christian content that sets a new standard for Christian creators to follow because mm. we of all people have, a duty for high quality um, production because our, our work is modeled against, um, you know, the alpha, the omega, the mm. the ultimate um, definition of of, um, of beauty. So I really want to create Christian content that glorifies Christ in terms of quality and glorifies Christ in terms of theological substance. Because currently, unfortunately, if you if you come across a really good quality Christian production. And um, there's this tension that happens internally where you want to watch it, but also you expect the theology to be bad. Mm, yep, <laughs> so yep. what, I, what I'm doing is I'm marrying two different um, lenses. Yeah. The first is um, a high-quality lens. The second is um, my reformed lens to create something that I haven't come across yet, mm-hmm. uh, high-quality production with, um, with reformed theology, which yeah. um, I think is very high-quality. Yeah. So, Ed, we'll start to wrap up. It's super encouraging here. And I'm just, as we're talking about it, I, I've listened to one. I want to go listen to the rest. What uh, what stories have you done so far? What are the finished mm-hmm. uh, episodes? And what's next on the docket for you? So the first one is about um, Ezra the leper, which is um, a based on the events where Christ heals um, a leper. And it's his backstory. It's the first one I wrote, which is um, fitting because I thought I had COVID, which is like a, I guess, a modern form of leprosy. Yeah. And um, the second one is about um, um, the lady that washes Christ's feet. Um, so, so not the mirror account, but the other account, um, where she she bursts in and washes Christ's feet as a sign of um, repentance. Mm. Um, for many, that that's their favorite. And then hmm. the third one is um, called Escape to Egypt, which is the one where Mary and Joseph are rushing away to Egypt. Um, that's yep. by far my favorite one. And so those first three are about 42 an hour long, an hour 60 minutes long. So they're quite full length. But um, the fourth episode is a mini episode, which is um, called A King is Born, which is the one I think I sent you. Yeah, so that's it's, one uh, I was too. A dramatization of um, the birth of Christ and Mary and Joseph's. Um, they're, they're traveling to Bethlehem to to um, complete the census. And if you listen carefully, if you listen to that one, and escape to Egypt, you'll notice some connections between the characters. Like one of the soldiers from Escape to Egypt, he's actually he's he plays a soldier in in A King Is Born. Mm. He's the one who's like um overseeing everyone coming into Egypt, so into Bethlehem to make sure everything is orderly. Yeah. And um, there's that subtle like connection between um, mm. um, what happens next, which is um, he then chases them out to Egypt. Mm. And then the next episode that, that's um, coming up, I'm really excited about creating an episode about the stoning of Stephen. Mm. I think that would be very powerful. So um, well, my wife gave me a great idea of, create an episode about um, 
I think it was Elijah who um, called down fire from heaven and um, it hit, um, it lit his altar. I mm. think that'd be a really nice challenge. Yeah. And um, yeah, just to listen to these episodes and you be immersed in the culture at the time. Right. Right. I think um, yeah. it's very, very um, powerful tool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I opened the podcast that you sent a while back, the a King is Born episode, and didn't exactly know what to expect and know what I was in for. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was really powerful. And um, and I like you said, I mean, it's uh, it, it. You know, you hear people talk about uh, I, I've never uh, been to. I've been to Greece, and that that was the closest I've come to seeing where some of the stories that have happened in Scripture mm. took place, and just kind of seeing the power of uh, that as a tool uh, to bolster your faith. Um, and and I think this is a, a similar concept where um, you know you can read the story, and obviously that that is um, glorious, and it's a wonderful thing. Um, and mm. then when you can start to hear the sounds and and um, envision the the scene a little bit more, um, which is yeah. what your podcast did for me, um, it becomes a really valuable thing. So uh, I haven't listened to all of them. I, I need to, um, but I highly recommend definitely A King is Born. Um, really, really powerful and uh, appreciate the work there. Um, Ed, how can how can uh, listeners follow follow your work? Where where can they find you? So the best place to go is my website, which is redeemedpodcast.org, and then I'll have links to A King Is Born and the other Perfect. episodes as well. Awesome, great. Well, I'll wrap up there today, man. Thanks for coming on. Um, look forward to to staying in touch and following your work. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to Work Is Good. If you enjoyed it, share it with someone else, leave a review, and listen next week.